Welcome to the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Training Podcast for serious-minded, deep-thinking, career-oriented network marketing pros who are sick of the fluff and appreciate the truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Now here's your host who has produced over 200 hours of real-world training for the industry, 30-plus years network marketing pro, Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to session number 7474 of the MLM Success Podcast. I appreciate you being here. I hope you're having a great day, night, wherever you are in the world. We appreciate it. We appreciate your support. The title of this session is Cat Got Your Tongue, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time, but I want you to really think about this. There's really two types of people, and you've heard me. I'll probably talk about yin and yang for the rest of my career. It's just so obvious. I recently did a a training for members of our Network Marketing Leadership Development Academy called AAO. AAO, and I talked about this is a concept that I want to get out there at some point. I'll talk more about this at mmsuccess.com. But AAOs, basically, there's three types of people. There's academics who are learners. There are A's, which are action takers. And then there's O's, which are oblivious, absolutely oblivious. And we'll talk about that in more detail. But cat got your tongue is a is a statement that I used to hear when I was a child. A lot of times we would be at a an event, maybe uh, I lived in a small town, population 400, Stamping Ground, Kentucky. So it was usually spent at the ballpark, the summers, at the softball park. There was a park for kids activities during the day. We played something called box hockey. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It was so much fun. And we would just go to the park and hang out and play softball. And, and uh, you know, so I would play in a baseball league, softball league, go to country music contest with my parents, hang out at church functions and barbecue pig roast. And, you know, it was small town, Andy Griffith. Uh, I was Opie Taylor. And that's kind of the world in which I grew up in. I mean, it was nothing for me to, to go into Demery's and go down there because he had the little Cokes in the bottle, you know, little tiny Cokes and a machine back there. And it was a farm supply store. And I would walk in there to get a Coke if I was in a Coke mood and to put a dime in the machine. And there'd always be a bunch of men sitting around, farmers, uh, loafing is what I learned later on. It was called my granddad went and loafed every day at the Gulf station in town. And, uh, so when I was with him, we would go loaf at the Gulf station and, uh, we'd buy uh, a soft drink and a bag of peanuts and the old men would sit there and talk. And then when I went to Demery's, you know, every time I walked in there, Hey, Calvert kid, how you doing? You know, how's your dad doing? And, a phrase that I heard a lot was this cat got your tongue because I listen a lot, always listen. I think you learn more from listening than you'll ever learn from talking. I believe people's words give you deep insights into where their mindsets are. I know, I know that they do. 
uh, where they live, uh, what their thought processes are. I'm fascinated by all that. But a phrase that you hear a lot of time is, the cat got your tongue. And some of you probably may have, may be as old as I am and grew up hearing that phrase. And some of you are natural in, uh, introverts, so therefore you don't say a lot. I mean, if I went to a PTA meeting, I would sit there and not say a word unless it was something that I really felt convicted about. And, you know, a, and every PTA meeting, of course, you had the people that got up and they were going to give their opinion because for multiple reasons, but, you know, they just wanted to be seen and heard. And you see that it's not nothing changes. Human nature is human nature. You know, DNA is DNA. How are we raised is how we were raised. But as it relates to network marketing, you have the yin and the yang. On one hand is the cat's got your tongue people like me, the introverts. If I thought that I was going to have to go out into the public and create uncomfortable conversations with everybody around me in order to build a team, I would have never even attempted it. Never attempted it. Now, I can make myself do it, but for a short period of time, for a very short period of time, I had to be in that mode. Uh, but they told me in the beginning, make a list of 500 people and call every one of them. And I did. And I, and I sit down and I did appointments one on one around people's kitchen table and coffee shops because back then that was all we knew how to do. I still believe that launching your business in your local market not to recruit people, but to ask for referrals is the best way to launch a business. For referrals, it's not to get them in, but to, to let them know you're in business, just like you would if you just open a, a restaurant, a dry cleaners, or any other local business. You would have a grand opening, and part of the grand opening, part of the launch of your business is to let people know you're in business and please refer people to you that could use your product or service. And again, I've talked about that in multiple other trainings. And you know, what we do in today's world is we give people the go sick them program and we don't even give them any way to launch their business. So therefore, most people don't, which, again, has nothing to do with what I'm trying to communicate other than the fact, other than the fact that you do not have to have the gift of gab in order to build a successful, growing, duplicating team of people. You do not have to have it. And a lot of people think, well, I have to have the the gift of gab. And I'm here to tell you that I would rather you have, you be a person who the cat's got your tongue than, than, than diarrhea of the mouth. A lot of people have diarrhea of the mouth. Say, Dell, that's a disgusting term. I understand, mom. I'm sorry if you're listening to this podcast, but that's just the way it is. You've got two, you got the yin and the yang. And most people in network marketing have no trouble talking and and they love to talk and they love to hear themselves talk. And at to such a point that I've actually done a little bit of research on this in the last couple of three weeks and just to figure out where are these people coming from? I mean, literally, and I wouldn't believe this if somebody told me, but I'll tell you this. Years ago when I got involved in National Safety Associates, some of you have heard that story, the guy that that – sponsored me was senile and would not quit calling and um, just call me constantly. I'd send him a resume. I actually have the resume framed in my office now. He gave it to me after I hit the top in that company. 
uh, all the notes that he had on it. And he had saw that I had been involved in Shackley and had built a team, a successful team prior to when I was looking. I was in the, actually in the insurance business at this time and I'm just looking for something and he would not, he would not quit calling. And I would be on the road for two or three days and I'd come home and my wife would say, he's called again. He called again. You got to get him to quit calling. And, um, he, Finally, he, he said, look, if you'll come to this event, I promise you I will never call you again. And it was an event in Louisville, Kentucky, and I just happened to – I was having hernia surgery at the time, and I was going to be in kind of off. And he said, look, I'll send somebody to pick you up, and but you got to come. And, and I wasn't supposed to, but I drove there. Long, 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 long story short. But the guy was just he nonstop, could not quit talking. I found out later he was just, he really was a little senile. I mean, I went to Ohio and he was doing one-on-one presentations with people and I saw him go through a one-on-one presentation with somebody, get to the very end. And then he had to go make a phone call, came back, came back in the room, introduced himself to the same guy and started from the page one and did the whole thing all over again. He was just running people through as quick as he could one-on-one and totally lost track that that's how much awareness he had about that person, that person's feelings, what that person was seeing, not seeing, hearing, not hearing. He was just bull in China closet, blah, 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 blah. And when now the room came back and started all over, and that really happened. So I've done a lot of, of research on this recently, just trying to really understand it. And there's really four reasons people talk too much. And if you're somebody that talks too much, you need to really – Get control of this. Get control of it. If you don't talk because the cat's got your tongue, listen, you're never going to build a business unless you break out of that comfort zone. Break out of that comfort zone. The best way to do that is to put a badge on, a badge that says lose weight, ask me how, or learn how to travel free, or any other thing that relates to your product or service, any other slogan saying. Put 30 brochures in your back pocket or your purse. And go into the marketplace and walk through Home Depot and walk up to somebody and smile and say, hey, I noticed you were staring at my button. This brochure will tell you all about it and keep on walking just to break it. Do whatever you have to do and do it now because if you are the type of person like I am that hopes and prays when you sit down beside somebody in an airplane that they don't open their mouth and you don't like just – chit chat and small talk and it drives you up a wall and you don't care about their 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 pet rabbit or whatever they want to talk about at that time i get it i understand it i don't like that that small talk level of communication either but you got to break through that uh if you're going to build a business because you got to get comfortable communicating with people on the telephone and it's, you're going to have to get comfortable and there's times when if you listen to people and they're talking about, you know, their their child's wanting to go to XYZ college and they haven't started their college fund yet. If you just listen to people, people will tell you exactly why they need to be involved with you and your and your business. And it's real simple if you have the nerve and you better develop the nerve to say, excuse me, I I, I couldn't help it overhearing you were worrying about creating a college fund for your children. Well, you're serious about that. Oh yeah, I'm serious. And then after that, 
You can do whatever you want to do. You can say, well, I'm going to give you a website. If you'll give me your phone number, we're looking, we're expanding our business. We're looking for a couple of people and this might be what you're looking for. Uh, I'm going to give you a website. There's a 20 minute video on there. Go check it out and then I'll call you back. Won't be a good time for me to check back with you and get their phone number. But see, there's opportunities like that every day for people that are in the marketplace with their ears open. Most people are in the marketplace like a deer, like just like a bull in a china closet, just blah, 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 and no awareness, no understanding. They're just, just out there just running their mouth. So there's four reasons that people talk too much. And if you are one of these, I would rather a person be introverted and aware than extroverted and totally unaware. And there's a lot of people in network marketing that are extroverted and totally unaware. And they got to where they got just because they did not know how to shut up. There's people like that in every company. Uh, they are oblivious. They're oblivious. Absolutely oblivious. So there's three reasons or four reasons. Number one, the need to feel a part of a conversation. You know, if, 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 if many times you'll, you'll be in a group conversation, people are talking back and forth and it's okay for, for me. I mean, I'm, I'm very comfortable just listening. I don't need to even provide input because most of the time, unless it's a few, few three or four subjects uk basketball you know there's a few subjects that i can have positive input but most i i don't i don't have a clue so i'm not going to act like i do i mean if they're talking about the hockey game i'm not going to feel like i'm being left out of the conversation so therefore i'm going to give my three cents on hockey because i don't have a clue and i know i don't have a clue and i'll just listen I just, it's okay to just listen. It's okay to smile and nod your head. And it, then if you, if you feel like you're left being left out, you need to stop and reevaluate all that. Because what happens is you end up making a statement a lot of times that proves the fact that you don't have a clue what you're talking about. And on a specific subject. And I find this fascinating because I don't have that in me. I can listen all day and all night if I have to. But for me to feel like I have to put my two cents in on a hockey game or something that I know absolutely nothing about makes no sense. Remember this quote. It's better to be thought of as ignorant than open one's mouth and remove all doubt. It's better to be thought of as ignorant than to open one's mouth and remove all doubt. And you see this online every single day. People just have the need to, to they got to participate. They got to get their participation trophy, you know, or whatever it is. I don't know where it comes from. Then you have other people that are just caloric. They're outgoing. They're, they're, they love to just, there's, they're not caloric, they're sanguine in the personality traits. They're just, you know, they're just outgoing, enthusiastic and boisterous and they just love people and they love hugging and grabbing and talking and, you know, and that's cool. I love those people. I love being, everybody loves being around those kind of people and that's just their personality. But in business, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna accomplish a whole lot more by listening than you ever will by speaking. I know that. Uh, 
It's just true. Um, if you're, if you're, if you're listening and you have some awareness and then there's a lot of people that they just, they're talking and they're talking way too much because they have nervous energy. It's just a lot of nervous energy. And you can, you can, yeah, I feel sorry for these people. They're just nervous energy. And, and so that's some people. And then there's other people. They talk strictly out of ego because they sincerely, sincerely believe that what they're saying is more important than what anybody else could say. And it's, it's totally ego centered, ego centered. So some people are just outgoing, flamboyant. You know, that's their personality. Some people need to, Feel like they're a part of the conversation, so if they got to give their two cents, so they will be noticed. Some people, it's nervous energy, uh, and some people, it's just ego. They think that that they think that their opinion means more than anybody else's. And you see this at PTA meetings. It's the same people. It's the Sunday school classes. You see it. Same people. Uh, you know, you got the same, same women yelling at the umpire at the softball game. It's just, it kind of is what it is. So I've said all this to say this. The number one mistake, the number one mistake made by new people in network marketing and the people on, that you'll have on your team is they're going to talk too much. And, even the people who normally don't say a lot, when they get excited and they get fired up, they're going to go in the marketplace and try to convince everybody that they should buy, sell, or join. And that never works. I had a guy recently that I was communicating with and working with and who I've since will no longer be working with. And... He was new and had all the tools, had all the communication skills, a lot of awareness of people and thought processes and uh, a, a higher emotional intelligence than most people and could not shut up. And I knew he was talking to, to too much to people and he knew that I knew. And, you know, there was excuses, well, this and that, and as soon as I get my product and this and that and the other, and that, it's like create curiosity and quit trying to convince people. You're talking way, way too much. And he couldn't get past that, and, and you know, he's not going to make it. He's just not going to make it. And he shot himself in the foot. Some of you, and I've re- referenced this session on other podcasts i can't remember it's i think it's maybe in this one um mmsuccess.com it's called mercedes to uh our electrician to mercedes it might be in the no fluff sorry i should let you know but it's the story of roger wagers and the first words i ever said to roger wagers were shut up shut up because he wanted to know, you know, how can I go and share this with everybody that I know? Because they, once they see it, they're going to be so fired up. What do I need to do to let them all know? And I just said, shut up. You're going to blow it. You're going to blow it, man. And, you know, thankfully he took my advice and he let me work with him. And, you know, a couple of years later, he's at a quarter million dollars a year in income. 
a lot of you listen to me right now, you blew it in the beginning because you, you had diarrhea of the mouth. Some of you are introverts that had diarrhea of the mouth, and some of you are not. But you had diarrhea of the mouth. And if you if it wasn't you yet, how many times have you seen this happen on your teams? So when I say cat got your tongue, it's really what I'm talking about. And what I wanted you to think about this week is the is communication. It's communication. You learn more by asking questions than you do by stating facts. And you've got to learn. You've got to learn to really listen. Because people will tell you everything that you would ever want to know just in their communication. And I'm in a situation now where a lot of people tell me I know what they think I want to hear because they've listened to me enough and they know where I'm at or they, and, and they, they, I know when people are telling me what I, what they think I want to hear. I know. And I, I do know. And so, to thy own self be true. And as we're working and we're building teams and we're working with people, um, fluff communication will get you nowhere. It's not going to help them. It's not all it's going to do for you is waste your time. So the ability to get down to where the rubber hits the road with people and be honest and love them enough to tell them the truth and listen to them and make sure you have both sides of the story, the yin and the yang. You know, because it's what they said, what he said, and what really happened. And just understand all that when you're communicating with people, because it doesn't change. It doesn't change. It's the same things, guys, over and over and over. The only thing that's going to get better is your awareness, your communication. And sometimes you're talking to people and you realize, you know, they just, they, they really think that Everything that they're saying is more important than what anybody else could say. So they're just dominating the conversation and they can't shut up about themselves. And sometimes you got to understand who are you dealing with and their communication will tell you a lot. Some people you'll see them try to enter the conversation and, and it being more than obvious that they don't have a clue what they're even talking about. I mean, this happens a lot in Kentucky when people are talking about basketball. Uh, because there's people, I mean, Kentucky really knows basketball. They understand basketball. They understand the game. And when a lot of people are talking to me about basketball, I can pick out a, a, a poser and, and a true fan in a heartbeat. And I, it does, and, and again, I don't, it doesn't matter to me one way or the other unless they're, they're trying to act like they're something that they're not. Posers are easily picked out by performers. Easily, you can't, you can't, you just can't fool a person that really knows what they're talking about. You're only going to, and again, we see this in the network marketing profession. All you got to do is go on YouTube <laughs> and watch a few videos until their account expires. And people have been on there trying to teach people how to do that, which they've never done. And I don't know what they're doing. Half the, it's like, who do you think you're talking to? You haven't done diddly. You have not done diddly. Well, yeah, but this person told me I have to create an audience. and I have. Look, guys, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. But really doing that, doing that in the beginning of your career is probably not a good idea. 
have some kind of track record, do something, you know, you know, we'll deal. But see, there's a lot of people that are comfortable in front of a camera. So therefore they do what is comfortable because there's a lot of people that tell them a lot of people are willing to tell them what they want to hear so they can sell them what they want to sell them. And that's the real deal. That's really what's going on. I mean, how many people have we seen in the last two or three years? They get on camera and they're talking like they know what they're talking about and they're brand new and they're gone in 90 days, six months. We don't know what happened to them. We don't care. I don't because it was obvious they, were gonna, they weren't going to last. And some people go down this road and then they get smart. They get intelligent. They start to understand. They get better, better mentorship. It is what it is, guys. So if the cat's got your tongue, you better, you better slap his paw off your tongue because you're going to have to get comfortable at communicating. And the fact that you don't like to just hear yourself talk every day about whatever is a real good sign that you have the ability to become a really great communicator. There's research and studies that suggest that introverts are the best leaders. Which you wouldn't think that. You, I wouldn't think that. But there's some research that's starting to come out that's really kind of fascinating where people that are introverted ultimately become the best leaders. And that may or may not be true. And there's still more research to be done and it's definitely debatable. But I do say that to give introverts hope. Ask anybody that knows me, knows me well. They will all tell you the same thing. I'm an introvert. Don's parent, Don's family. It's like there's no. You're lying. He's not a. He's not a public speaker. He never says anything. And again, but I'm always listening. And I'm always aware. And again, that's kind of been my throughout my life. People don't think I'm a public speaker. People ask me, Dale, what do you do? Well, I'm, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a public speaker. It's like I I don't come across as a public speaker. It's the last thing people would think that I am. And I get that. It doesn't bother me one way or the other. So if you're someone who the cat's got your tongue, you gotta, you gotta learn to communicate. You're gonna have to communicate because leaders have to be able to communicate and tell people the right things. And in the beginning, if it's, if it's hard, really the best thing to do always is to send them to the right video. That's the best thing to do. Find somebody else that's already said it and send it to them. But communication is very, very important. And if you're one of these people that cannot control the diary of their mouth for whatever reason, because you're feeling left out, uh, maybe it is an ego issue. And a lot of people that have the ego issue don't think they have the ego issue. What does Zig say? Ego is a terrible disease that makes everybody sick except the person with the disease. <laughs> How true is that? Uh so nervous energy, I mean, I, all of us have experienced that nervous energy. I have. If they say, Mr. Calvert, what do you think about it? At the PTA meeting, I'm going to have nervous energy. Um, and then some of you, it's just you're just you were blessed to be born with an outgoing, sanguine, bubbly, hug, love, everybody mentality. And that's really good. It's really good. The, the, the challenge is 
to get into your adult stage because we're all either parent, childs, or adults. That's our dominant phase. And the challenge for dominant child, outgoing, boisterous, sanguine personalities is getting into their adult. And when we're, you're talking business, if you're talking business, you, you need to talk business in your adult, especially when you first meet people. And you need to stay in your adult. And it's appropriate. There's times when, you know, you're at get-togethers or functions and everybody, you know, that it's okay to be in your child if that's your dominant phase. I had somebody that we work with. And I told her, Cindy, Cindy Donahue, some of you may have heard heard Cindy. And we kind of had a little bit of a breakthrough, I believe, this year with her because I said, Cindy, you got to go get a physical hat. And when you're making follow-up phone calls or you're prospecting whatever you're doing, put, and you're on the phone or you're, you know, put that hat on. Get in your adult because she, Cindy is the most lovable, outgoing, outrageous, creative, uh, one of the most lovable child dominant people that I've ever been around in my life. And that's fine. But when you're building a business, you've got to start out for sure in your adult, unless you have a just flamboyant child on the other end of the phone and then you can communicate with them at whatever level they are. But when in doubt, being your adult because a lot of people will not listen to a child talk about anything. Adults will not. It drives adults crazy. So again, that's topic for another, another session. I hope this has given you some things to think about this week. Communication, be true to yourself. Ask people, you know, where are, where am I as a communicator? Do I talk too much? Do I not talk enough? Um, you know, where am I? And get real with it. And there's a lot of interesting research that you can find, uh, about this topic. And look at other people that you have in your life and just ask yourself, you know, are they introvert? Are they extrovert? Because the more you learn about others and the more you're, you see in others, then you can start seeing things and patterns in yourself. And to thy own self be true. The, the understanding who you are, what you're about, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are is very important because, you know, you're going to have to build people. You build people, people build the business. But, you know, you first have to get a kind of a understanding of who you are, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are before you can identify those in other people. And I hope this has made sense for you. I hope this is content that you say, Dale, I, I needed that. It's kind of different than what I would normally talk about. But some people, I think most people that suffer from diarrhea of the mouth know they do. They just don't know why. And I read an interesting article. It says when you, when you realize you're running off at the mouth, uh, in your mind see a caution light come up like a stoplight. And it's okay from, from caution if you, if you continue to step on the gas to just stop and abruptly because some people you know guys they start telling the story and they cannot get to the end of the story and it's like 
and it's very uncomfortable for them and everybody else around them. And some people, this is habitual. And if that is you, then being aware of it and saying, okay, what are some indicators that when I'm doing that, what can I do that will help me not do that? And think in your mind, yellow sign, stop sign, yellow caution light, stop light, and just redirect or ask a question to somebody else or get right to the punchline and stop, even if it doesn't make sense because you're still going to be better off. And again, communication, can it be learned? I'm not sure. Maybe. I think it can be improved upon. I, I think it can be improved upon. Will everybody be able to communicate with everybody? Absolutely not. Most people can't listen to me past five or six minutes. And I, I understand that. I, I get that. I don't care. I, I know who I'm looking for. <laughs> I, 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 and I, and I sincerely am trying to run off the majority. Because I don't have time. You don't either. You don't either. You don't either. So become the best you can become. Communication is an important, important topic. Remember yellow sign, yellow light, red light. Remember God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason so we could listen twice as much as we talk. And when you're working with people, Identify who who do I have? I've just sponsored this new person. Who they have? So by understanding and trying to wrap your brain around who you're working with, then it will help you help them develop the proper skill sets, mindsets, communication skills, and everything that it else that it needs that this profession requires for you to maximize your personal leadership upside potential. This is Dale Calvert. Thank you so much for being with us, and we'll talk to you next week on another session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.